Boom. Okay, kia ora te whanau. welcome back to the Two Māori Podcast. In this episode, we're just going to be answering a question. So me and Atafai are both here after our uh, last podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after our last podcast episode, that was kind of just a uh, get you back up to speed with where we are and what with what we've been doing. But um. I thought this would be a great uh, podcast episode to talk about both me and Atafai's opinions on this one question. And the question is, if you had to work but didn't need the money, what would you choose to do? And uh, and the reason why I sort of bring up this question is because, you know, there's a lot of things that have changed over the last, like, six months or so. Mm. And... With everything that's going on, there's been a lot of people who have, like, say, lost jobs. Um, people who have been running businesses have had to change how they operate. Mm. And even just how you do things at home, in your home life, things have had to change a lot as well. And whether or not they'll go back to normal, maybe they're back to normal, depending on when you're listening to this now. But I thought this question would be great because when... A lot of people start something off they tend to sort of go hmm what do I want to do but before they um they kind of put that as a secondary or like a third choice instead of putting what they would love to do as a a top spot they would go for oh hey Kay um what are people buying or Mm. what are people willing to spend their money on I'll go do that, even if they hate or they don't really have too much of an interest or too much of a a joy or a passion in that, say, industry. Yeah. They go and pursue it because they know that they can make money from it. Yeah. So I thought, you know, we could talk about this and just have a little corridor around this idea of, yeah, so do, do you... Do you want to answer this question so what first? Is, so what is it? Okay. What, what so, so the question is, mm. if you had to work but yeah. didn't need the money, mm-hmm. what would you choose to do? Writing. Writing. Yep. Writing yeah. books. Okay, cool. I would love that because there'd be it will feel like you'd have no pressure yeah. to release them to create income of course like don't get me wrong we have so many passions but when you have a family even for yourself yep you can't deny that there's things out there that you want and they always cost do you know what i mean yeah so you've got that pressure of creating that income and then you've got your everyday bills blah 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 if i didn't have to uh if i could create uh something or do something and not worry about the money or be writing books I love it. I think it's so much fun because you get to be, you get to be whoever you want to be. You get mm-hmm. to be wherever you want to be. You can even yeah. express feelings that you are feeling, but don't necessarily have to come out and put your face on it. Yeah, and you can. So you could like create like a character and yes. like put those feelings into yes. that character and, and I stuff love it. like that. I love, love, love it. Yep. And you, there's so much you can do with writing, kind of like what I'm doing at the moment with my book Yeah, that I'm um, writing. I'm writing about, um, it just started off basically as uh, 
a way to kind of express the pains and the hurts that I've been through uh, in my life, uh, Mm -hmm. like the trauma, the childhood trauma that I went through, and then how that kind of developed and affected me as I grew. Uh, and I'm writing, uh, I just started writing about it, but kind of in a, in, in like a third person. So as somebody else. Yeah. And it was like, great. <clears throat> it was great for me. It was like, kind of like lifting bricks off my shoulders. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. But then as my husband started putting their idea into maybe creating a book and then releasing that book, it's kind of, it's just more there's more depth in it yeah and it's been like so cool but then i have that pressure with missy threads and being a stay-at-home mum and my sole income coming from missy threads to create income so i can't really concentrate on it as much and then sometimes i feel i need to create this book and hurry up and release it so that can be a form of income too and i don't like that because then you then you rush the creativity yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I would do. Right. Writings. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I and I think I think you'd do do well cuz you've got like a you have your own way of writing and and the way you write things is quite unique and I think that's sort <laughs> of like that's why I like reading what you write because mm, it's different yeah. and it's kind of quirky and <laughs> you know I always I've told you before, you kind of remind me of, your writing style reminds me of like Jen Sincero. Oh, Sincero. That, that's a huge yeah. compliment. I mean, and, I wouldn't take that on, but like that's really, yeah. really a nice compliment, yeah. darling. But like the, way, like the way you write kind of reminds me, like when I listen to, um, when I read her stuff or I, listen to or I've listened audio. to her audio book, mm. I see so much, um, you know, similarities in the way you write. Oh, yeah, you. which is um, and that's why I think I really like like writing, and I think other people enjoy writing uh, reading your your writing as well. Oh, thank um, you. but yeah, I think you know if you <coughs> if you wanted to carry on doing that, and you just took your pressure off, you know, having to make make sales from it, yeah. and just doing the writing, and yep. just getting in the writing, and just write. Mm. You know, just write, let it come out, and then sort of go back and um, you know edit later, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of those uh, professional writers, they're kind of like you know just write drunk, like pour pour it out. Yes. Don't be too critical in the process when mm-hmm. you're doing the writing. Yeah. Just let it come out, come out, come out, and then once you've like gone through that state of flow where it's all just poured out onto the paper, then you can go back and refine it and. Yeah. and tidy it up or, <laughs> I'm not looking you know. forward to that but do you know what's funny when I do go back into my chapters and reread them it's like you can add more yeah and it's it's so much fun mm. I love it but like what's also interesting is I've been doing like little writing courses or uh you know getting information off people yeah. or listening to like great audiobooks because I'm more of a listener than a like reader yep um which is weird, I'm writing a book, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like uh, sometimes I get caught up because I like, you should do this, you should do that, don't forget to do this, you need to do it like this, you shouldn't do it like that, and I'm like, dang, am I doing it wrong? And then I bombard myself with it, so then I have to step away. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, I'm going to 
release this book and it's going to be written wrong. The wording, because, you know, <laughs> that's one thing my teachers always said to me is that they always liked my writing, but um, I tend to write the way, uh, like I, I write stories the way I talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have the best, the best England. <laughs> 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 like my sentence structures sometimes aren't the best, like, that's what I was always told growing yep. up. But do you know what? That held me back a lot. What? Um, when I'd say that. And my mum always used to say, like, she would always read our school reports with a grain of salt. We yep. never got that kind of um, pressure and that punishment if we if they said something, like the teachers. Otherwise, yep. it was like added pressure to us. Mm. And she'd always uplift us and kind of guide us through it if if, if one thing she hates was the potential. She hated hearing that word. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got potential, but you know mm. what I mean? She goes, no, you can do it. Yeah. She'd always yep. say that to us. And she'd be straight up, you can do it, but you've been sitting on your bum too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that, um, you know, when on Boy Hell, he's like, he, he gets his... Um, I don't know, he's on detention and he's cleaning the floor or something. And the teacher oh, goes, yeah. oh, you've got heaps of potential. And then he goes, what's potential? He didn't even know what potential was, yeah, but yep. kind of cracks me up because, you know, there's a lot of us out there that have a lot of like um, talent, like natural talent, but then we Ooh. kind of tend to lean on that side of uh, all good, I'll get by on just on my talent. talent. And not working yeah. on your art, like what Will Smith, I think I heard it from Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith first said that, that, that mm. I first heard, sorry. And that's so true because like sometimes... <laughs> I do that a lot, yeah. eh, darling? I do that a lot and we'll be working hard and, like, doing awesome and then he'll surpass me and then I'll be like, hey, what a cheater, what are you doing? And he's like, well, while you're sitting on your bum, I'll be working on it. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. That's what actually what Mazai's like, mm. eh? Yeah. Mazai is hard out like that. Yeah. See, our eldest girl, she used to be, a, oh, I mean, she is a fantastic drawer, but she kind of never tried to expand her skills. mm She'd just, you know, throw out a drawing here and there and be done with it. Whereas her sister just, she looked up to her um, elder sister and she just kept, you know, chipping away, chipping away. And now she's surpassing. And he's like, oh, how did you do that, Messiah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think it's kind of like the same for a lot of people like myself. I think, you know, a lot of people look at me and go far, like, for some of the stuff that I've done, they think mm. that I'm the man and that I sort of was just good at it, but it never really ever has been the case for me. You've worked like, very hard. It's because I've always sort of just got into the mode of just doing the, th doing the thing. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that um, uh, quote, quote, I think it might be by Emerson, but he's like, do the thing, get the power. Like, when you do something, you get the power mm -hmm. from it. Mm -hmm. So, like, for a lot of us, and sometimes, like myself, we look at something and we go, oh, we just get overwhelmed in our own head yep. just looking at the task and going, oh, yep. sh man, that's huge. Like, man, I can't do this. But if you just start and you start doing, then you get the power and yep. you get the, and then after you sort of start doing, you get clarity and clarity power and it just turns into this, sort of like flywheel and it just doesn't stop yeah like yeah first step is just 
doing it, mm-hmm. doing anything, and I kind of try and remind the girls like if they're doing anything or you know just just give it a go, start, and then once you start, you'll start to get a better idea, get more clarity on what you can do, can't do, what's possible, sort of thing, and then it just grows from there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like, but nah. It's funny because sometimes you know I'll be, I'll be working on my writing stuff and then I'll just read something Utterfy has written and I'm like, cheated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? You've you've written this awesome thing and and I've been working hard over here and then. See, I do yeah. my research different to you though. You'll have a look at the like, the step by step process someone's done it, and mm. I'll read someone's book. And I like it. Like yeah. I like the the way they have explained the the person's personality, say, but without saying this person is a happy chip. Like it, they explain it in a different way, mm. or like they really set the the mood for you or the scene for you. Yeah, that's yeah. that. So I'll read I'll read books or I'll watch something that see. Someone will see me watching a movie. And they'll be like, what a lazy ass. And then I'll come out the movie with a list of all the stuff that I've learned. Mm. And like my husband, and he'll be like, oh, oh, wow, you're, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. And I think that's what you get the advantage, like, over me. There's like, no advantage. No, what I'm saying, like no, that. you didn't let me get to the point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, the advantage, like, with Atafai and her, like, she, her writing's quite creative is because she does... She has read a lot more novels than me. Like I tend to stick to non-fiction books, and um, you know when I I have been um, told by my writing coaches that in order to you know get better at writing, you need to like read non-fiction. Like. So if you're too far, like I'm swung all the way over to the logical side, mm-hmm. um, whereas like the, then you've got the emotional side, the creative side, which is the um, the two different brains. Oh, yeah. you've got left brain thinking logical and then you've got right brain which is creative yeah see when you read like um novels and stuff you're more on the right mm. the right brain yeah and then if you read non-fiction you're more kind of logic on the left brain mm. see so, i can read a novel i cannot read self-help yeah. i can listen to self-help but i cannot listen to a novel yeah because, yeah. yeah, I can't listen. I don't think I've ever listened to any novels. I don't. I don't. I can't listen to novels either. Like yeah. I'd rather. I'd rather read, but I haven't read. Actually, read. Oh, I think The Alchemist was the only kind of book non uh, non fiction that I've or oh, fiction book that I've read. Mm. But um, I'm working on like I have got some some um, fiction books on my bookshelf, um, but I haven't actually read any of them yet. You've come up I with some cool ideas, eh? For some like cool, uh, like kids action books. Those were cool, man. Yeah, and the kids absolutely loved it. Yep. See, they might see they might. Um, I hire them to do art for my stuff for Missy Threads, like our daughters. <laughs> and this one over here tries to come in and steal my two artists. I'll give you this much if you come over and you do this. I'm like, no, they've already been hired. <laughs> Get back to your corner. <laughs> I'll, I'll bribe him over. I'll persuade him over to come and uh, work for the dark side, the logic side. <laughs> I, they can be my creative, and I'll be the I'll be the logic. 
I'll be the uh, strategy behind their creative art. You like, get. Mm, <laughs> so I'll get there. So that was what I would do. Mm. What would you do? What would I do? Like, mm. man, I'd just love to um, build stock cars and race yep. them for a living. That that's ultimately what I would love to do because. It's kind of where I started when I was at school and stuff. That was really my thing that I was into. Speedway, everything was... Speedway was life um, for me. Like, um, building, you know, do, doing doobie cars, racing um, and building street stocks. And then I got into stock cars and super stocks. Mm. And then when, when I went to university, it kind of slowed down heaps. Yeah. Because I wasn't living in Gizzy, didn't have the tools and stuff. Like, Dad had all the workshop and all the tools. And, and like, just to paint a picture for you guys, like, we weren't, like, super wealthy. Um, It was just that my dad, he was, like, a backyard mechanic. When people needed their car fixed, they would, like, go around to him and he would, like, charge, like, you know, a little bit. Or, you know, we used to always go to this um, place in Gizzy called... um, uh, the Tekaraka dump, mm. and they people used to always dump their cars there. So you know it was pretty much if, if you go there, you could um, take whatever was on those cars and you could take it away. So you know me, my brother, and my dad would go for a ride down there, see what was there. You know we'll take all our tools on our on this old crusty ass Holden truck that we had, mm. and we'd like you know strip um, copper radiators out of cars, take tires and wheels and all that kind of stuff and we would sell like the the scrap metal to the scrap metal dealers and we got a lot of money doing that Mm. uh recycling cans like heaps of stuff um but my dad kind of just sort of put this kind of hustle um thing into us yeah and like we always used to you know sort of just get he he used to just do this kind of side hustling stuff from home like getting old cars fixing them up and then selling them yeah so kind of that's what paid for everything it wasn't that we had like you know um somebody who was earning like heaps of money yeah yeah it was that we but Dispo- it's not like yeah, it wasn't disposable income it was from like working extra on the side and so that's what i would kind of really love to do in like in australia at the moment yeah um it's not really a thing but it's something that's always been at the back of my mind yeah. to go back to NZ and, and do that stuff. And we'll be doing that next year. Turn our kids getting into, into it. little grease monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, since Mm-mm. they're girls, they probably won't be. But, you know. <gasps> they'll Are we probably... about to have, um, what do you call it, a gender debate right now? No. Well, I don't know. They could. They are actually females that are like racing in stock cars and super stocks and they do all right. You know, I'm not saying that they can't do that, but I'm not. (laughs) You don't want to get your girls skilled up with cars, bro. Or attract all all the males. Oh, if if they're good with cars, they don't need a boyfriend to drive them around, do they? They'll attract all the boys, though, with their flash car. But then if they got a flash car, they might go, oh. Just another, just a car. Nothing, nothing special about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, if I know that's kind of what I would do. Um, but really, like, since living in Australia, I'm really, really into like um, business and marketing right now. And I, th- 
that was that is kind of pretty much the other thing that I really love doing as well and um, copywriting and email copywriting is where I've sort of really started to fall in love with that kind of stuff yeah and um, I really enjoy doing it so like if I did that and that paid for you know my hobby as a like a, a racer then I would be happy as yep yeah so that's your perfect kind of so like, that's yeah that's my perfect mixture and i would love yep. to like um you know help other people do better email marketing do better marketing help them sell more optimize their optimize website. their websites yep. optimize like you know their email marketing and mm. all that kind of stuff in order for to help them make money yep. i i find that you know that you've that helped lights plenty me up. of people and i've helped eh? heaps of people already and you know, I'm, I'm, I want to help more people. So that's kind of pretty much, you know, oh, I like what that. would fill my cup. Yeah. If, if that, you know, and if I wasn't getting paid for it, well, you know. No. But I can't see that not happening. Be, and, and you see it a lot <laughs> with other people as well. Mm. When you sort of do that thing that you love, that enthusiasm. You wake pretty up. Pretty much you attracts like money. Blast out of bed, eh? Yeah. Yep. And it attracts the right people too in the right circumstances and everything. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing that you should always put at the top. And that's why I talk about in my book, The True Māori Way, is, um, you know, what's your mission? Yeah. And that's pretty much kind of um, what this question mm. sort of does yeah, as well. Mm. It's like, what do you really, really want to do? And guess tying it back to what's happening in the in the world at the moment, say... If you're um, working in a job and you don't really sort of enjoy it, maybe it's not, you you believe that there's something else that's better for you. Yep. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm telling you to, hey, start looking at ways that Plant which you seeds. can make this happen. Yeah. It might not happen in a... In a in a month, it might not happen a year. It might happen in five years, ten years. I don't know. It depends on how much energy and effort you want to put into it. Yeah, and there's heaps of ways you can start aligning yourself that, with the right yeah, people, putting that into motion. Those yeah, that, those wheels into motion. Mm. You can start visualizing it, putting it out there. You can start journaling about it. All those really simple things, and then slowly your actions will start turning towards that goal. You know, the other day I was listening on um to the radio. And there was this lady who had oh, yeah. a job yeah. for eleven years, and it was she was an important part of this business for eleven years. She um, had the opportunity to work from home in her business while uh, the COVID was happening, and all the kids had to stay home. So she was able to do that, and she loved it, like absolutely loved it, and and she thought it would go away. Like the feeling would go away, but mm. she, it just didn't. So she gave her resignation, and and they said, "Look, we'll give you so many weeks off. Have a, you know, have just a break." And she's like, it, "I hey? don't need a break. That's yeah. not what I need. I need a lifestyle change, complete lifestyle change." She had nothing to walk into. Yeah, she pretty she much just, just changed, and she quit her job, and she yeah, she's like, just "I'll stopped. figure out. She's There's something else." Out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. And, um, and there's been a few mm. stories like that come out of the COVID-19. Yeah, because actually you kind of get to slow down. You actually think about, hey, what do I really want out of my life? Mm. Is this the lifestyle that I want? Or, you know, is it the lifestyle I deserve more? 
Do you know what I got out of it? I really, really, really want you home. Mm. Like I really am. I find, you know how a lot of people, don't get me wrong, I get irritated with you and the kids heaps. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. But of course, not as, of course. not like the normal that you would hear or talk to. Mm. I I think this little family unit, we get along with being close to each other all the time. Like, we so do. Like, ti- tiny home living, I think, would suit us. Oh, man. Not monetary-wise, yeah. but just because... I just think that that would suit our family and having you around mm. and, and like talking business with you every day and, and taking those steps together at home every single day or at the library or at a cafe together just fills my cup having you around mm. and the girl, the girls around. Don't get me wrong, with that one, I 120 million percent now know that there's no way in hell that I would teach them. Like, I, yep. I'm, I'm not a teacher. I don't like doing that. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah, I can't do that. I'm not patient enough, especially with kids. They look at you with a dumb face and they're like, I don't know how to do this. And you're like, I just spent an hour explaining it and you still don't know. I think I'll... I quit. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I think I'd be the one who would teach them maybe because oh, so i'm more patient, patient. Yeah. yeah you know what though but i've always been a good teacher like i've i taught all my little i taught all my little brothers and some of my little cousins how to drive let drive me manual just say, and though, stuff like that and um let me just say though yeah. that being a stay-at-home parent that wick that you have yeah, it, it, it's very short. Mm. It's a very is it is it a wick or what's the thing that you light up and the dynamite explodes? Is that a wick? TNT. Yeah, the wick. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that for me is short. Mm. Whereas yours, you know, you you've. You, I sometimes come from a point of view when I when I parent, it's from frustration sometimes because I'm that always in my face. Mm. Like I can be dying on the toilet and Wadamu will be chilling out on the couch and who will they ask for help? Me. They will come to the toilet while I'm dying and they'll be like, hi mama. And I was just looking at them going, you can't see that I'm dying on the toilet. You've got to come and ask me. <laughs> Go and ask your father and they're like, oh, okay. And they won't. They'll literally wait till I'm finished and I'll open the toilet door and they're like, hi mama. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but like i feel that having like two parents raising children which i know is a luxury but it's a luxury that i want mm-hmm. and it, it will it will give me time to parent from a less frustrated point of view do you know what i mean mm. uh so it's important though i reckon yeah. i reckon it's really really important having both parents present it's a luxury though it's not, it is not a luxury. saying to anybody out there that are like oh easy for you to say mm. i mean my sister she's a single parent so i'm not trying to you know and i know that i have it very very good but i'm just saying it's if you're gonna ask me what i want that's what i would want. yep yep but yeah far out i went on to a tangent i don't know if i got to the point I'm sure there was something, some point in all that sentence. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I didn't saying. even know where that went either. See, it, do, it doesn't help right now that I'm really sick and anemic. So 
my brain is foggy. <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be going on long tangents like that because I forget and I just train. I'm like, I'm like on a train track and there's like millions of, and I just hop from track to track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trains don't even make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, far You out. might be one of those cars that's got those train tracks that come down they go they run on train train tracks as well these cars that do that oh yeah well you know i think they're like vehicles that are for maintaining the train tracks oh the ones where built so that they can oh not like on cartoons that's old school (laughs) oh man don't 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 challenge my brain right now there's like trucks and stuff that you know they can drop down um, wheels that make them drive on train tracks. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Um, but obviously these special vehicles. Okay. Yeah, but um. Anyway, Fano. Um, that was cool. I like that. That's just that's just one thing to think about. You know, if you're in transition, maybe you're looking, maybe you've you've lost your job, or maybe you're looking to just do something different. Like, just look at what you would um. Love to do if you weren't getting paid for it, and then pursue that. Mm-hmm. Just start planting those seeds. Maybe it's doing some research, doing a vision cr- board, yeah, a vision board, creating a blog, and just writing about it, even a Facebook page, and just writing about it. Finding and groups that may help find, you, yeah, finding give you ideas. There's so many things out there that yeah. can help you, and there's so many ways to monetize whatever you do as well just but like the thing is you should prioritize finding something that you really really enjoy and that you would love to do because there's going to be times when things get tough and when times get tough and you combination (laughs) if you combination (laughs) if you combine that if you combine the combination if you combination if you combination it with something that you don't really enjoy Mm. then chances are you're just gonna give up give up on it yeah so if you do something that you love and you combine it with something oh that's pretty much the same thing yeah you're just repeating yeah that's okay that's what you do babes yeah that's what i do (laughs) but yeah (laughs) um so yeah just find some you just focus on what you love to do and then and you'll be Let rich. everything fall in. Nah, yeah. yeah, everything will fall into place. I'm actually watching my sister and it's happening with her at the moment. Yep, yep. So proud of you, sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, what was it? I was going to reinforce that thing of like, um, you know, thinking about what you really, really want mm. all the time is probably the best thing you can do if you don't know what you're up to. If you're so feeling a little bit lost, figuring out what you what you want and thinking about that more and more, it's the, um, oh, here we go. Sorry. If you haven't already, check out Kevin Hart's, it's, it's just another kind of like Kevin Hart's audiobook, okay? 
It's so cool. It's a new release, 2020. It's so good. It's got his humor right throughout it. It's him in a book, motivational. It's a great. It's a great place to start. And one of the things he said was, "Where focus goes, energy flows." And I absolutely loved that. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what my sister's doing right mm. now as a single parent. Yep. That's what she's doing now, and things are slowly falling into place for her, and I'm just so proud of her. So where focus goes, energy flows. Mm. So even when you're focusing on negative stuff, your energy will flow into that, and so will your and your actions will follow. So mm. don't forget, because, oh, man, I a, feel like it's yeah. come full circle for me, you know, with a, a lot of the things that I'm learning through um, my counselling and stuff like that is is – self-talk and self-love and all those things and it's it's like not the easiest thing to be kind to myself Mm. it's it's like a strange thing um so all those things all those negative uh thoughts and things i would say it's like they've come full circle right pick over the past couple years and you know i'm seeing (laughs) <laughs> the fruits of my labor of talking negative to myself kind of happened and now I'm trying to focus the other way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just hopefully this time, you know, I'm thinking about abs and bikini body. Hopefully that comes around faster. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I love that saying. Where focus goes, energy flows. All right, finally, that's it. And we'll wrap this podcast up. So just think about that. Think about what you really, really want. Think about it as much as you can. And there's a good chance that um, those things will start manifesting into your life. But anyway, remember, when your attitude is right, the facts don't count. Facts are just other people's opinions. No excuses, no regrets. You own your life. See you guys on the next episode. Cheer. See ya.